On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we talk with friend of the pod, Liz Markwood, about the importance of reaching out and taking an active part in managing our mental health. We also discuss healing from our childhoods while trying to maintain our family connections. Episodes release on all platforms Mondays at 6 p.m. And welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello. Liz Markwood. Hi there. And Taylor Barrett. What's up? All right, he's back. We're back. And let's let's do it. I'm excited. Um, Before we actually start this off, I did want to make a real quick announcement. Um, We are finally going to do our first live in-person event. Yeah. What? That was news to you. That's so exciting. Yeah. Is this announcing news? Yeah. Did you see that real reaction? We got it. That was real time. That was a reaction video. Exciting. But Liz, friend of the pod, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you guys. This is great. Yeah, I think we're going back, Taylor. Yeah. No problem. I love being here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we wanted to actually talk about the thing that we wanted to. Oh, help. But, but did you tell the date of the live show? It, the date of the live show is <laughs> April 29th, and this is very disconjointed. And I appreciate your patience. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's April 29th. We're going to have Amanda Lynn Deal. We're going to have Kyle Adams. We're going to have Larissa Birdseye. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 going to be fucking dope. And we're also going to have Jasmine Nothing from Telltale. So it's really uh, it's it's a stacked lineup. That's a lineup. It's a stacked lineup. And it's where so, is it going to be? Haymaker. It's going to be at Haymaker. I'm not good at announcing things. Portland. I didn't know what time to do it or how to do it. No, that's super and awesome. It's gonna be... So it's going to be on the 29th. That's this month? Yes, April? the 29th Monday, of this Saturday, month. Right? Yes. We're going to release the poster tonight. What time yes. is it going to be at? It's going to be uh, doors are at two, starts at three, mm-hmm. finishes at five. Hopefully. Oh, this is, yeah, this is going to be a nice little spring, oh, this is summer. Like a, oh, my yeah. gosh. I love Fire Living. You guys can buy tickets. We'll be posting the flyer later today. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, um, awesome. We'll have the address. But this we'll is pre-recorded, time. so you won't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, good. We talked about it. We now. did. We did. Okay. Welcome to the show. Um, and then the other thing we were going to talk about? The other thing that we were going to talk about that I was <laughs> trying to fish out of you folks is uh, the difficulty out. of... Thank you. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> after I looked at my phone, reaching out. I was going to say it anyway, but... Reaching out. It's uh, reaching out for help is something that I find extremely difficult. Uh, it's something that I can do sometimes, but I think when I really need it, I have the hardest time doing it. I think and that's, that's a theme. When you really need to do it yeah. is when you really need to do it. Yeah. Um, I think there's so, a lot of reasons you can convince yourself you might not need to do it too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, what, what would one of your reasons be for that? Um, the reasons that I've talked myself out of asking for help is, you know, maybe this will pass quickly, quicker than it did last time. Maybe I'm just being dramatic. Maybe I'm being a hypochondriac. Uh, maybe the so you like minimize I'm, it a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll 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 minimize my experience, or I'll minimize the potential help that I could get, especially mm. by uh, going through things like therapy. Uh, therapy is just notoriously difficult to navigate, to start, to restart, to mm-hmm. uh, you know get get a new therapist, go to a new places. Always just a uphill battle and yep. that's it's really easy to be like well that would cause me more stress than just sitting here and dealing with it sometimes and mm-hmm. even though that's the wrong answer there can be a level of difficulty that you have to acknowledge going into like seeking help sometimes but yeah. it's still something worth doing I yeah. Think, yeah i think that's completely relatable and i think for me sometimes i really let the perfect become the enemy of the good right mm. so say i do need to restart therapy, restart medicine, who knows what. 
but it seems insurmountable. Mm-hmm. Maybe reaching out looks like just calling my friends and letting them know, oh, I'm struggling right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like taking the smaller step, taking any step is uh, is really important. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. But definitely. that can lead to the bigger answers. Like talking to my mom and my siblings about it led me to finding out my siblings were going to Columbia River Mental Health. I started going to Columbia River Mental Health. So those smaller steps can lead to the bigger solutions too. Yeah, yeah. totally. Sure. Yeah. And it's like a precursor. Like we were talking about, like if you let people know ahead of time, like if you're starting to feel like you're struggling and you mention it to somebody, then ideally like they're going to check in on you in like a month and then say you didn't do that. And then in a month you're too depressed to reach out. It's mm-hmm. like a buffer for you. Like you're. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. kind of like it, it creates like an accountability yep. for like, you know, if I have said out loud that I'm struggling, then like I'm holding myself and my emotions like accountable. Like, okay, if people know that I'm hurting, it's more than me hurting and knowing it, but not knowing how to communicate it. Like, Absolutely. I think it also is really important uh, just to acknowledge how much everybody does care how much people really do care about yeah. you. And uh, I know we've all lost someone over the past couple of years uh, that we think to ourselves, oh my gosh, I really wish I had known they were struggling. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just knowing that you are also one of those people that you have friends who are going to think mm-hmm. to themselves, oh no, I wish I had known they were struggling. I would have brought a casserole or whatever your version yeah. of showing someone yeah, yeah. that you care. It's definitely like casserole. Soup. Soup. Yeah. Yeah. Casserole. Yeah. yeah. Or cinnamon sev- rolls for me. Cinnamon okay. rolls. Okay. <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah. So we're all bad with feelings, but yeah. really like cooking and but eating. But great with food. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> Just checking. Yeah, let's, let's order some Philly cheesesteaks and, and stay yeah. in tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my love. That sounds like, that sounds like a, a great way to be sad is yeah. Philly cheesesteaks yeah. and Philly cheesesteaks and video games. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good I've been sad after eating a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. You try to Brown eating a Philly cheesesteak. It's very difficult. Most because your mouth's full of Philly cheesesteak, yeah. but the heartburn a little bit different. Like, yeah. you know. Deal with that later. So, Zoe, what uh, what makes reaching out difficult for you? Hmm, I don't know. Sometimes, well, something I've been thinking that made me just think about right now was like, I feel like sometimes uh, when I want to reach out, it's like something that I feel like I. Well, I don't know. This just made me think about, like, you know, when you like want to talk about something, but maybe it's something that you've already talked to de- to death, and you're like. I feel like I need to talk about this, but I almost feel like I need to not talk about it. I've been having that come up lately where it's yeah. like, like I want to reach out, but I'm also like, maybe I need to just sit with this. So I don't, that doesn't exactly answer that so, question. But, but I, I like that you bring that up because that's something that like I've like struggled with is like being like, I feel like I'm putting all of this on one person. And I feel like the solution to that for me is to like put it on a bunch of people, yeah. you know, yeah. like, but I mean that in the most positive yeah. way yeah. is that like, you know, if, if I'm being like, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, this is all the one person, like that can be overwhelming. But if yeah. I'm like, Hey, I'm kind of dealing with this. I'm kind of dealing with this. I'm kind of dealing with this. It's like, it's sharing it and it's almost distributing, you know, like the weight, the weight. Yeah. yeah. Amongst the community yeah. instead of, of putting it all on one person. Cause I feel like that's when it gets overwhelming is when you're just like, yeah. Hey, you have to be my everything at all times yeah. for all things. It's just I, I think it sounds like you're just using your resources effectively too. Like yeah. there's definitely things that like certain friends are going to be able to help guide you through that other friends are going to be bad at and vice versa. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, this one friend might be able to hi- help guide you through interpersonal conflict. Another one might help be, be able to help guide you through the emotions that come after that. And the, the those two might be bad at the ones that they didn't do, but mm-hmm. it's good that you have both those people and mm-hmm. distributing that way is, I don't think that's a negative thing at all. No, I think that's super important to be effective in choosing the people that Mm -hmm. you reach out to. Um, 
you know, you are going to be disappointed every time if you look to get a hug from someone that has no arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a hardcore analogy. I fuck with that. So, <laughs> so pick the people who are able to give you what you need. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because well, you set yourself up to feel let down, right? Wow. If, well, I mean, I mean, you can, but if, yeah, but if you count no, on people totally, that like have consistently it. not been there for you, like yeah. you keep expecting people that haven't showed up for you to show up. But I, it, it makes sense to me. Like what you were saying is like we're accountable to, uh, like maintain the support system that we ask for that we need by being mindful of how much we put on one person. Yeah, sure. Being mindful of like how we let the people know how to show up for us, showing up for them when we have the resources, right? Like all of those things play into having a secure network. So when you do need the support, it's there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's very much a part for me, at least. Um, it's a part of being honest with myself, right? Yeah. Having to say to someone, I am struggling mm-hmm. and knowing that when they check in with me the next time, they're going to want to know what I've been doing to try to make that better. Yeah. Yeah. So something it, it's some, honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something that I had seen that I kind of appreciated is just like, you know, the first two times we can talk about problems, the third time we need to talk about solutions. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I like that, too. Yeah. Yo, I I can listen to the same problem two times. But yeah, third time is not a charm. It actually gets no. a lot less charming. Well, yeah. A lot more times it happens. Well, and that's that's kind of what I was saying about how like like I like I want to reach out. But sometimes I'm like, is it constructive for me to complain about this same thing again? Or is it sort of like keeping that groove like you know making the like but that's what i like where it's like go out reach out to someone who knows you and knows like hey i kind of overthink about things sometimes so maybe it's time to like ask her what this you know like yeah like let's talk about it let's talk about how i can get past it versus what sucks about it still i think Mm -hmm. it's also important um for trauma survivors especially you do need to tell the same story over and over and over again that's a good point and that's when you need to seek a group you Mm -hmm. need to seek therapy yeah. you need to seek something outside your friend group because you're right a friend can hear it once or twice yeah and then they want you to fix it yeah you know they're kind of yeah. done but a, a group session or therapy or something yeah. like that that's where you are able to tell that story 20 30 40 times if yeah. that's a good point to. yeah have really you point. had any um ex- experience or success with uh group therapy <laughs> no However, I mentioned group because it is accessible. Um, it is. I do when I do need a more um, financially accessible option. I usually mm-hmm. do twelve step, twelve, 12 step, step. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Al-Anon like that's kind of like a like a group scenario. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I also have utilized like local sources, like uh, Planned Parenthood actually provides mental health. Really? They provide access to mental health now. I didn't know that. That's it's awesome. incredible. That's really cool. Yeah, they also helped sign me up for OHP, which is how I get my mental health access now. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, no, it's well, a really important place to offer mental health help to because yeah. the people that end up needing that as a resource probably also need mental health help for the things that they're going to Planned Parenthood for. Planned yeah, parenthood. right? Adore yeah. Well, and it's acknowledging the connection between our bodies and our minds mm-hmm. in a way that like a lot of medical, like physical medical places, like, yeah, physical, yeah. They're usually medical. very well, disconnected. They are primarily a cancer prevention organization. Primarily mm-hmm. they prevent cervical cancer. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so in the terms of prevention, providing mental health access makes total sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm curious kind of like as, as a, a group question, what, how would you feel about like not necessarily in-person resources? Like I think there's a lot of benefit to going to groups that like other trauma survivors of similar events that uh, like like 
on Reddit or just uh, Facebook groups or, or things like that that I think could be really cathartic for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I wonder if, if anybody has any experience with that. Well, I, I know I don't look it, but I'm a little older than you are. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, absolutely. When I was younger in the days of like the message boards right. online, I, I guess those are probably still a thing. Yes, yes, oh, that's a bad. thing. The, uh, the, the, the threads, <laughs> especially with the 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 websites that I mentioned, like like Reddit, are, are very, very popular. And there's kind of a group for everything down yeah. to like video game. Like if this is your favorite video game character, you can just go follow a thread for just this video game character. Or as broad as everybody with ADHD can follow a group. And there's 500,000 people in it all talking about their experience with ADHD. It's it's very broad and, and very beneficial. Okay, I think. that sounds incredible. It, it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, it sounds like there's enough like anonymity to it, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like maybe something like a Facebook group. You have like a certain amount of people who are friends that are like lines of, you know, like, hey, I want to share about this experience, but I want everybody, you know what I mean? Like everybody who I know in my immediate vicinity to like know this story. But as opposed to like something that is kind of like Reddit where it's like, hey, I want to share the story out there and anybody can comment on it. Well, and it's also the same idea of, you know, for example, again, a therapist, someone who's just objective and really doesn't have a mm-hmm. stake in the situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Zoe and I had a real like heart to heart when I first got here and I'm like, oh, man, this poor person that I like just met in person's just <laughs> getting it all. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of like, this, yeah, I, I'm pretty, you know, yeah. I'm very comfortable with emotions. Yeah, so no, yeah. no, it was I'm fine, sure I prompted but... most of it. I was probably like, let's talk about it. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you didn't lay it on me. I was like, tell me about his sister. Yeah. But yeah. There, there is something about someone who is outside of a situation and doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, it helps give you that perspective of like, oh, what I'm going through isn't as, I mean, it, unique, but in the sense that like you feel like you're alone a lot of the time. It's not isolating. Yeah. And to find a stranger being like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. That's validating, right? Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. The sense of community with online communities I think can be very, very strong. Just that the presence of like, we're all going, the reason that we're here is because we've all experienced, we didn't get thrown together because we're all in the same neighborhood. So we're all in the same kindergarten class now. Like Mm -hmm. we're, we're here because we're all experiencing the same thing. And it yeah. increases access to, I think a lot of online mm-hmm. spaces are, have really like created spaces. Well, it's for like, it's free too, them. because Absolutely. like, you know, it's not like the, the pay to play fucking programs mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you want help? Uh, it's going to cost you. It's like, well, I'm actually struggling uh, about my financial problems. Better help, like, better pay. You. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like you need to work harder. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. It's fine. I'll just never get help. Um, okay. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a real quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from nine to 10 AM on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Springtime is almost here, and like the flowers, we hope you bloom where you decide to plant yourself. Do you have a small business, or have you been thinking about starting one? We are here to help you establish roots that lead to blossoms of success and all other dad jokes and bad metaphors. Reach out for a free 30-minute consultation to discuss your business legal needs, or branch out and attend one of our upcoming The More You Glow seminars. These are community-oriented learning events that focus on all sorts of small business and nonprofit topics. Tickets are sliding scale, 5 to 20 and you can visit our website rationalunicorn.com for more information that's rationalunicorn.com through all the seasons we do community business law for everyone in the community and welcome back 
Uh, we are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. So it's pretty dope experience radio. Uh, all right. So we're going to talk about relating to family as an adult. Um, that's a hard one for me because I feel like I just hold on to my idea of who somebody is in a moment and then just believe that they're that person for forever. That's how I feel uh, like my family treats me. So that's interesting. Oh, okay. Well, I guess uh, one of us is the toxic part of this uh, question. No, 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 I just no, think no. that's a pattern, though, probably. No, in I families. think so. I think so. I think a lot of times, I think we do that with people, but it's even harder to do it with family because we've known them for so long. Yeah. Um, So as far as you folks, is there anybody in your family that you feel like you have held an idea about that maybe not, may not currently be true? Mm, I definitely always thought that I was so like my mother, that I was just like my mom. And, um, that my father and I had a hard time communicating because I was so like my mom. Mm-hmm. I am exactly like my father. <laughs> I am exactly like my father. <laughs> like, uh, that's why we have a hard time communicating. Mm-hmm. So um, it's been interesting over the past couple couple years finding the things where I'm like, oh, that, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. interesting. It's like your perception of yourself was off base, like, right? Like, it sounds yeah. like yeah. you were like, wait, I th- and maybe, and maybe like identifying <laughs> with not being like your father is about something is too, it me? right? Am I the baddie? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, that, like, just that, like, the idea of like of being associated versus not being associated, like, they both mean sure. something about like sure. where you're at in your journey or whatever, yeah, right? Sure. Like, yeah. and I, I think a unique part of like relating to somebody, like, like you thinking that you're very, very different from your dad and then realizing that you're so similar is like, the reason that you thought you were so different is because you were probably both struggling with the same thing. You guys were probably bad at the same part of communication or, or something along the lines mm. of that. So you guys both probably butted heads with the exact same thing. And now all of a sudden you're like, oh, we were just both experiencing the same thing. Like I've, I've definitely had a lot of experience like that with yeah. just like, especially having a kid now. I'm just like, oh shit, I get why you thought that about me as a kid. Yeah. 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 The great equalizer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. I guess like for me, um, I have this really hard idea that I have of, of my aunt of like, there was this time where somebody moved into our house. Um, they were like old school alcoholics anonymous. So like, they were very much like break you down, rebuild you. You will be a new person. You'll be born better. Very just like super toxic, tore my family apart. My aunt ended up kicking us out. Like, so, and it's like, but I also understand that like, I have held that idea of her for a very long time, very unnecessarily. Mm. And it's like, it's not fair to her because it's like, she wants to connect so bad. And I'm just like, no, I still think that you're this person. And it's like, super not helpful um well i mean she may not be that person but it may also not be time to reconnect like you know yeah, yeah like you can they still both ha- may yeah. be true yeah you yeah, can still yeah. need to have a boundary while also accepting that maybe that's be- about you now yeah yeah well it's just it's the fact that i know that she's not that person and that she's not she was hardly that person in that moment like she was being manipulated you know and it's like mm-hmm. the amount of like context that i have like for after the fact it's just i don't know what part of it is has made it i think it's and this this feels messed up but it's like i feel like the reason why i'm not connecting and i'm holding that idea is because like i know that if i do let go of that idea then it's one more person i have to call for their birthday (laughs) (laughs) 
That's another date I gotta remember. I, I got thought you were about it. to have some like big like realization or something that you were like oh, we realizing as you were talking, but really you were just being silly. <laughs> silly. Uh, I welcome. thought you were gonna be like, wow, maybe this is really. A yeah. Bad. I was like, yeah. we're having a moment. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Be, I was like, are you gonna cry? I thought I was. Gonna, I thought. It, is this the other episode where Zane cries? Uh, <laughs> no, I, the last one. <laughs> no, but I, I, I feel that you know that the 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 reason. I, that's I mean that's it's probably the birthday thing, I it I don't know it's I think it's just Unless like it's a fear of connecting a yeah yeah for real, <laughs> I think that there's just there's, it's it's a fear of like letting down another person because yeah. it's like all the people I have in my life I already feel like I'm letting down and it's like to mend a relationship with somebody would mean to have a relationship I need to maintain. I was gonna say and, it's to have to maintain the yeah. relationship feels like stress or that's another yeah. plate you have to keep spinning. Yeah, totally. exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so is have you had any positive experiences or stories of positive experiences with you connecting with somebody later as an adult? Yeah, I I. To combine kind of both those concepts, I had a really warped concept of my mom. I, I would view my mom as like the perpetuator of a lot of my suffering. And I came to realize that her and I were both primarily raised by my grandma. My grandma is her mom. And then mm. when my mom was struggling, my grandma kind of took over and, and raised me. And I realized that she was per- my mom was perpetuating a lot of that because that's what she was raised to know. That's what she was. That's that's how all, she was treated a lot. And that's all the kind of parenting techniques she knew. And I there was a lot of forgiveness I had to have for my mom because there was like she was she was suffering and and very and confused and she was mm-hmm. alone a lot of it. And so like yes, I'm still upset with her for a lot of the things that she did and or didn't do. But there's a lot of forgiveness that I had to have, and uh, that that created a a good bridge of relatability between me and her because I through that forgiveness, she was able to relate to me a lot too and understand why I, I reacted a little the way that I did very yeah. often. Yeah. Um, so what about you? Remind me the question again. <laughs> Is, <laughs> that was me trying to cop out of remembering the I'm question. Like, I was just into what he was saying and then I forgot. Um, the oh. question is, is there anybody that you've reconnected with um, as an adult that mm. maybe you felt disconnected from previous? I don't know about that, but I've had like friendships. Like I've had like friends okay. that I was friends with for a really, really long time. And then like, you know, say we both went through like a tumultuous relationship. Like I got out of one and she got back into one at the same time. And it was mm-hmm. like, we just really grew apart. And like, I'm actually going to go hang out with her this weekend. She doesn't listen to the podcast, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> then now she will. I'm going to make her. She has to listen, but she wouldn't care anyway if I talked about it. But yeah, we had this period of time where we were really distant and, uh, because of like something she was going through that was like really juxtaposed with something I was going through. And I had like lived in her partner's house right before this. It was like double things, you know? And, uh, yeah, we didn't talk for a long time, but then we reconnected and it was kind of like the time it just, I don't know. We didn't necessarily really even have to talk about everything, but it was kind of yeah. like, just knowing that like we probably just needed that space and like because we were going through something so different um we we just couldn't have the compassion for each other but it was like the most separate i felt from her in like the 20 or something 25 yeah. years i've known her but but we're back to where we were before now and it was kind of just like we just needed some time to yeah. to be out yeah i don't know but yeah but yeah definitely and, and i don't know if i answered the question but <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's definitely similar where it's just like you, 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 you had to go through levels of acceptance and like different lifestyles for a little bit before you could kind of come together and like effectively, yeah. you know, re rekindle what you guys had. Yeah, but I'm glad that I did. There were t- there were moments where I was catastrophizing about it. That's the thing I know that I think sometimes when we separate from people that we love or that we've known for a long time, it's like this is it. Like we're not connecting now. Mm-hmm. This is the longest we haven't connected for. They fucking bailed on the friendship. Like I can't believe. And I did have a couple moments like that. Where oh, I, was like, I can't oh. believe this is coming between us. But I sh- like in my heart should have known. Like this person is my like family pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we came back together and everything's fine now, and we can talk about it and it's fine. So yeah, I think it's just like 
honoring that sometimes space is what a relationship mm -hmm. needs and it doesn't mean that the relationship is doomed. Yeah. And there's growth happening in that space. It, exactly. And she's in a different place. She's still in the relationship. But she's totally in a different place than she was in it. And, and we can talk about it differently now, even yeah. though yeah. she's still in it and I'm still out of the one I was in, you know, so. Yeah. I yeah. think the most important thing is that for each party involved, the relationship is paramount. The survival of the relationship being paramount. Mm. If you both know Agreed. that that's your ultimate goal, yeah. you can assume yeah. best intent yes. and you can always have us caring about each other and having this relationship yeah. be the most important thing. Yeah. 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 Like an agreed upon able. thing. We both want this. Yeah. So we know that our, no matter what, like both of our moves are operating towards repairing and maintaining this relationship. Yeah. That's, it's such a blessing. That's where my mother and I are at now. And it's just like, yeah. Because then when wow. you do have something it's, go wrong, it's it a huge feel like relief the the world every time. Kind yeah. Of like, well, we can disagree, and we're past the point where I see everything that she says as a judgment, and where she sees all of my responses as a defense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're past familiar. that point, and we both <laughs> right. What relatable? Yeah, I don't we, have any relationships like that. Yeah. Was there was there a catalyst in that, or was it just like a, over time? You guys kind of just like slowly moved towards each other. Was there like a defining event yeah, or curious. conversation? Um, um, I think, I think life had just finally kicked both of our asses. I feel that. that. Got I feel humbled, that. kind of. Yeah. 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 It was like, I hey, think, we love each other, right? Yeah, I need this person. <laughs> I think yeah. also a large part of it is she lost her mother when she was 16. Mm. Her mom was 42. Mm. And, um, you know, I grew up in California and I don't go back there much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot for me there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think she and I both at the same time realized that if we don't actively work to feed this relationship, it's an organism and it will not survive. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's just both really, it's important to both of us. It's really yeah. sweet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that like just understanding like the importance that that relationship like has had for you in the past, let alone like as well as how it affects you currently. Because it's like I've I have, was super close with my cousin, uh, Sky Captain Chuck. Uh, shout out to Chuck. Sky Cap. Shout out to Sky Captain Chuck. Fucking love is he Chuck. A pilot? No, not at all. <laughs> in video games, all. he is. In video games, that dude's a motherfucking pilot for okay. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but name? yeah, might as well be. Might as well be. I've been trying to convince him, but um, we were super close when we were younger. But like at the same time, like I was very much concerned about like coming across cool, and he was very much uh, autistic. So he wasn't concerned with that. And I was trying to shape him into, hey, well, you need to do this so that way we can go to the parties. And so that way, and I'm like literally just crushing down this person's mm -hmm. personality. And and as I got older and realizing that that is what had happened, I hated myself for it. I was like, man, you really like just took it out of this person, like everything that made them them. And it wasn't until like we kind of got older and we talked about it and we're just like, hey, like I was coming from a really gross place back then. And I'm really sorry that yeah. you were affected by that. And he understood and it, we were able to have a conversation about it. But it wasn't in it, there was a lot of guilt, I think, and shame that like that came with having not talked about it or just felt feeling bad about it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Is there is there anything that like I feel like. Is there anybody who has come to you later and apologized? I've had that happen. Yeah. You've had that happen? I actually, and you made me think of it. I had a thing with a really good friend one time where like we stayed friends, but we'd been friends since high school. And there was some like sh dumb shit that happened in high school that we never really talked about. And it was like 
and then there was something from like a little bit after that when we lived together and we first moved like to California together that she was in and, and they were both like legit and then we went like a couple years ago we had this like wild trip together and we ended up like having it out on the trip and it was like both of us were just so ready to be humbled about the thing that we had done that there was no like it was like oh my god I'm so sorry I didn't realize mm. that that affected you that way or that I was being that way or or like yeah I totally get it. you know and it was just like this like it was like we just like evolved as friends we had this like amazing yeah like, we just had it out we were both totally ready to say sorry and understand how it impacted the other person there was no defensiveness yeah and then we were like why the fuck did we wait so long to have this conversation like yeah. this stupid elephant in the room for so long we've been friends for like 20 years yeah and we were like we were so good we're we were like so proud of ourselves <laughs> oh, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I want be. some of yeah. that. We talk about it every once in a while. Like, remember we went on that trip and like it was just like a wild trip. Like her brother got, went to prison and we had to like try to gather all of his stuff. So it was just like a God wild damn. trip. And we were yeah. doing all these wild things and then we managed to have fun and then also like bond over these like bad things that had happened. It was, it was like, like a yeah. mid-2000s movie. It was really yeah, fun. Yeah, it was an like, indie movie for like prison road Definitely. trip. We called it Kristen and Zoe's um, uh, Ultimate Adventure. What was it? Infinite Playlist. It was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> What's the one, you know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Excellent yeah. Adventure. We called it the Not So Excellent Adventure. I'm already writing three scripts. I don't have room for a fourth. God damn yeah, it, Zoe. Not So Excellent Adventure. There was a B&E involved. I'm not going to talk about that. But... Oh it was my stealing God, back something no, that was stolen. This you know? yeah. is making it better. It was like somebody, like we were stealing things that were stolen back. It was like we felt like we were like Robin what? Hood vibe, you know? Yeah, like, this is a movie. Okay. It was a good one. This you is guys. A yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is all allegedly for the movie that we're making. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but we bonded. Yeah, no, but yeah, it was one of those ones where it was like a bad thing, but such a good thing came out of even the bad things that happened between us. Yeah. And we were just like bummed that we had, but it was probably the perfect amount of time in order for us to be ready to humble ourselves because maybe yeah. we would have talked about it sooner. Be able we would have been apologize. like, I can do that. Yeah, you know, like. Yeah, what yeah. about you? Has there been anybody, like any instances where like somebody's come back and apologized or maybe yeah. you yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I used to work in restaurants. And so a lot of the people that I used to work with are now in recovery. Mm, nice. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Some, some of them people, are just still in restaurants. Some of them are still in restaurants. <laughs> okay. Some of yep. them are in recovery. Uh, shout out Ben's Friends. Actually, Ben's Friends is a great group for okay. uh, people who are working in the service oh, industry cool. who are in recovery. That's super That's a good cool. Resource. Yeah, yeah, that is Absolutely. really good. I can imagine how hard that would be. Yeah. Just because there's Coke is everywhere. Everywhere. It's yes. everywhere. It's crazy. Everywhere. Yeah. And now Coke is like I feel like fentanyl, it's made a resurgence so. almost. Like, yeah. Never it's brutal. But so yeah, I've had a lot of folks... Uh, uh, what is that? Step four? Step, step nine? I don't know. I'm there's not a, familiar with the there's steps. There's a step where you apologize to people. Yeah. And so I've had a number of folks reach out. Oh, yeah. Um, mm, okay. Which is, huh, interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, is it, is it fulfilling yeah, what it you're looking no. for? Yeah. No, no? Or you're like, you're just doing a step <laughs> and this is the one that yeah. you have to do. So you know. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, 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 some of them, it is really fulfilling and it's been great to talk to. And mm -hmm. some of them, I'm... They're like, this is step seven, yeah. and now I have to do it. Yeah. So yeah. reading a script, they're like, I am sorry because I, and you're like, okay. I'll yeah. yeah. Like, I know do you feel better you know, now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had someone reach out to me once and uh, say that they really needed to talk to me because there's stuff they still needed to work out. And I was like, I'm cool. Yeah. And I knew it's that like, you want to work it out for you. And yeah. I knew that a part of the program is accepting when mm. people say, I'm cool. And she's like, well, then I'm going to write you a letter. What's your address? Where all you're doing is <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus. None of this is to diminish the importance of that step. There is an importance of the apology step. It of should course. just actually be an apology. Thank yeah. you. Thank Which you. I, mean, yeah. I, I believe response, in the steps right? and yes. step work. But uh, yeah. 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 Because part of, part of uh, like giving an apology or taking an apology is not 
having to, the response, or is it the, what that you don't have to get the response you want? Like, is yeah, that part you of don't, it? you don't Absolutely. have to hear it's okay. You're doing it because yeah. you want to apologize for something, right? Yeah, and if yeah. someone says I don't really want to hear that, you go, well, uh, sounds good. <laughs> That's fair. Life, I respect your. Like, I'll find somebody go. else yep. that I fucked over. No, I'm yeah, just yeah. Going down my list. Don't worry. That Earl show. All right. Well, we are going to take a real quick commercial break. We we are here every Sunday from nine to ten a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Cheers to you, my friends. You're listening to Shady Pines Radio. My name is Nate. And each Friday at 9 a.m., I bring you burnt coffee. All things Northwest and touring acts. Only on Shady Pines Radio. Thanks for tuning in. And welcome back to the smoke break. Um, on this section, we're actually going to talk to. Uh, we're going to actually talk about. This has been chaos. <laughs> we are going to talk about uh, getting on the same page, uh, which we are all collectively trying to do. Uh, but I feel like it's something that happens just in, in interpersonal relationships, where it's like you have to if you both aren't agreeing on a shared reality, then you can't really move from there. Um, so what do you think is something that is helpful for you to get on the same page or to check in to see if you're on the same page with somebody? Mm, maybe like intentions or like goals mm, or intentions values. And goals. I don't know. Kind of like what the intention behind what you're both doing is or the end goal. Yeah. Yeah. Be a way to like check in. So like, uh, what, why do you think goals are important? Well, I think like if you're doing something and you realize you don't have the same goal as the other person, then you're probably not going to be like you. Sometimes you might not realize you're on the same page because you didn't have a conversation about what the end goal was or yeah. what the end value that you're trying to. Achieve You'd be arguing was. about two totally different things. What yeah. he's arguing about, just what he was arguing about laundry. You're just saying the word clean, and yeah. you're like, I, yeah, something needs to be totally different things. Yeah. So communication is a huge part of being yes. on the same page because you have to be saying the same thing and understanding the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah, I feel like for me, a big part of it is checking in uh, before I start. The mm -hmm. getting on the p same page with what I actually want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have the same page with yourself. Come on. Ooh. I have so often erred on starting the check in and then I'm halfway through it and I'm thinking, oh, I don't even know what I really want <laughs> yeah. in this situation. Yeah. yeah. That's a good so point. So knowing where I even stand before coming in and t having a discussion is really helpful. Yeah, no, I think like making sure that you yourself know what you want and then like what is your reality, let alone what is your shared reality? Like if you don't know what it is for you, what the truth is for you, then it's even harder. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you, Taylor? Um, be, Landing on the same page is really important, especially for like conflict resolution for me, because I just we need to, like you said, have a shared reality. We need to be agreeing on the facts before we can like make any progress, at least for me. And I've. Uh, notice that this is an extremely, extremely common trend with people that are seeking an autism diagnosis as an adult, which is something that I'm actively trying to do. But it's uh, it's, it's it's a very complicated process for adults. Very strange. But uh, they, a lot of times when we're trying to land on the same page and discuss an objective reality, it'll come off as extremely argumentative. And there's a lot of times where I have people ad like addressing my tone or addressing the fact that I'm being argumentative or aggressive. Mm -hmm. And it's not, I, I can't even conceptualize that I'm doing that because I'm, to me, I'm not doing that at all, but mm -hmm. I'm rubbing all these people the wrong way. And I'm, I'm, I'm frustrating these people and that's confusing, which makes me frustrated. And now it just kind of spirals. And mm. I've had to navigate getting onto the same page with other people very carefully because there's always that weird 
barrier in between like the the misunderstanding that I've I've, I've had to navigate and it's it's been very difficult yeah yeah well that's interesting because I feel like what I've stuff I've learned about you from like previous episodes that we did together before Taylor, that feels like like an evolution of like you understanding yourself because I feel like you, you've talked about anger before but I feel definitely like that's interesting I just appreciate you sharing that because I, oh, I appreciate like, you noticing that yeah like it, it, to me it adds to like what I learned about you the last couple of times we did episodes together that you're realizing that maybe it's connected yeah that's really interesting it's it's definitely connected somewhere in there because I've noticed that confusion makes me more frustrated than anything yeah. and being frustrated is the quickest thing that will warp my tone of voice and it's just a quick slope up and totally. that that is that can me not being frustrated sounds frustrated so me actually being frustrated sounds straight up mean wow and i identify with that i, I feel like i identify it's, it's, with it's that difficult. too yeah yeah i feel like sometimes mm -hmm. people think i'm like being really aggressive and i'm like no i'm just so frustrated because i don't feel like you're understanding exactly yeah mm -hmm. i had dying for every time i said that phrase yeah. <laughs> you know yeah yeah well i think like a lot of frustration comes from feeling like you're not understood where mm -hmm. it's like i'm I'm frustrated by like the the thing that's upsetting me and by the fact that you don't understand what is upsetting me. Mm -hmm. like, Inevitably, that's, that's what gets my tone the worst yeah. is when there's Same. something that's very important to me mm. and there's someone who's very important to me that I'm trying to talk about it with yeah. mm -hmm. and I'm not able to communicate. Mm -hmm. Oh. And it yeah. feels like derailment yeah. to me where it's, it, it, it goes over here and now I have to pull back and I spend this energy to pull this back just to get to back to the main conversation and now we have to spend more energy to actually solve this thing again. Yeah. And Somebody told me I do this thing where I'll go a lot like when I and it's because I feel how you guys are describing but they're like it's so rude mm -hmm. and I'm like I'm literally rolling my eyes because I just feel so frustrated that you're not yeah. hearing me. It's like mm -hmm. not to be disrespectful and then it's like and then you're boom you're having a massive. Yep. Well and sure. I think point, something sure. that you that like I've heard you say before is like the you know now we're talking about like I brought up A but then like uh, now we're talking about B and A is no longer a problem yeah, you know what I mean yeah. and like that's something that like fucking frustrates me is like when I brought up this and it's just like well you did this and it's just like okay what about my thing because like yeah. I'll address your yeah. thing over here but now my thing never gets talked about yeah. and it's like that's yeah it's like I'm not perfect either but but the thing that came up right now was my thing yeah <laughs> and know? solving B doesn't solve A it's, yeah. it just solves B now we still have to go back and yeah. clean up A yeah like I'm not mm -hmm. willing to it's not like I'm not willing to admit that I'm part of the conflict but I need you to address the thing that just happened exactly. so I can emotionally feel safe again yeah, yeah to exactly. have that conversation yeah, yeah. no, no I right. think that's a really like because I feel like the a lot of derailment and like just invalidation, you know, it's like it's I'm not saying that the thing that you're saying isn't a problem. I'm saying that like I brought up a problem. We let's talk about that one and then we can talk about how I talked about it, yeah. you know? But yeah. like yeah. otherwise it's just we're talking about how I talked about it and yeah. now the thing that I yeah. fucking was upset about yeah. is was gone. Like, yeah, I was like, You're being anti Semitic and they're like, You're a bad communicator and I was like, Can we talk about the anti Semitic? <laughs> that sounds like a specific example. <laughs> I was I was being specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was being anti-Semitic, but I'm sorry. And the real yeah. problem is oh, no. you're a bad communicator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now that we've solved for yeah, A. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> this is like a Facebook post when you make it like the only person who knows what you're talking about. Is yeah. The person who, you, the person who <laughs> said it. Yeah. yeah. You're like, everybody doesn't know what you're talking about. But we know you're mad. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm mad at They just close their laptop. You're just like, I don't um, watch this anymore. <laughs> The I'm not topic. Mad, I'm oh yeah, getting on the same page. As I was about to check my page, I was just like, <laughs> um, so I I don't think I got um like just a specific answer, but like what's something that helps you get on the same page as somebody? Somebody have something for that? Uh for me, it's <laughs> it's really simple. Uh 
I've started replacing the word but with the word and. Mm. Okay. I got the good. word but turns people's heads off. Yeah. Yeah. It brings defensiveness up. Somebody and told so, me that it negates everything that yeah, came that's before. That's what I'm talking it. about. That's why and is like, like, yeah, you're that's that yeah. and also this. That's yeah. so um it really helps me to address things with someone to replace the word but with the word and. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's, that's really helpful. They say in social work, yes and. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a yes social work and, and improv. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's not just in social work. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, maybe we, I confuse social work no, and improv. No, they just said it a lot in school. It was like, yeah, yes and. Like it's, it's that and it's this. The yeah. same people yeah. do both. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Well, I think that that being open to like two things being true is like what allows two people to find a shared reality. Yep. Like there you go. If if one definitely has to be it, then the that negates the why the other person ever thought that it was part of their reality. So it's like I think just agreeing that like both people can be right, but not, you know, nobody's entirely right. And it's it's what we agree upon, I guess. But one thing that it's always frustrating that this doesn't I feel like it's never worked for me, but I've I've tried this plenty of times. I don't I, definition of insanity is trying the same thing, getting the same results. But like acknowledging that we're both frustrated, like me and this person are, are are both frustrated. So it's like we at the very least are experiencing the same emotion. So there's a level of empathy that we can experience for each other because we're both frustrated. Mm. So they're like whether that's me acknowledging that you might need a break, me acknowledging that you might need a hug, me acknowledging that you might need uh, to just get this sentence out of your head or something while I listen. Like there there's a level uh, the bare minimum a level of empathy that we can have for each other because we're both frustrated yeah yeah i like that i, I like that too because i think it, it humanizes the other person because Absolutely. i feel like the when you're not on the same page it's because you think that the other person not only thinks differently but is doing it with like almost malicious intent you mm -hmm. know it's like they want to think differently because they want to yeah. be fucking contrarian and fucking yeah. be a goddamn problem yeah, it's and it's combat. Like, and they're trying to be sun yeah. Tzu yeah. and yeah. i'm no, like, yeah. like we're no, trying to problem want, solve yeah, it's like, yeah i just want to share what i thought i don't need yeah it's not a comp yeah i just like to yeah you don't need yeah. to strike first and yeah. throw dirt in my eye like we're good yeah Let's get through yeah. this yeah yeah yeah, I think being able to just kind of like humanize people and just believe that like we're both trying to, you know, and that kind of goes back to the goals and values of like if we're if we're agreeing that the the our goal is to share this information and for both of us to feel understood, like anything that's not that is getting in the way of that. So it's it's very much like set up the goal. The goal is to communicate this. Okay, everything that I say from here on out is to do that. Raising my voice is not communicating that. Therefore, it's not directed at that goal. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so it feels like communication is the theme around like being on the same page is making sure that you're having the same conversation or and transparency. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you? What part? Uh, what role do you think transparency plays, uh, Liz? Oh my gosh. Um, for me, I really rely on people to be honest with me about what they want and what they need. I have a really hard time like reading underneath what's mm -hmm. said. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm neurodivergent or not, but that's never been a skill of mine. Mm -hmm. And so because I rely on that from others, I am very forthright. Like yeah. If I'm mm -hmm. having a bad day, I'm going to show up to work and say, hey, uh, just so you guys know, I'm having a bad day. Yeah, It's it's not you, it's me. I'm just going to keep to myself today. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I do think that the communication and the well, being forthright about what's going on I is really important. I definitely relate to that where it's you. My struggle with that has come from or like has, has, has turned into, I guess, like a. Uh, 
feeling like I'm putting too much on people, like walking to work being like, hey guys, I'm having a bad day. And they're just like, what the fuck is up with this weirdo? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like I've I don't definitely had that. that. I've had that, yeah. like both sides of it where I'm just Talking like, I'm feelings. going, well, it's like, I've, I've wanted to to share and been like, be be that transparent person. But it's like, for example, I just got a new job. I got a new job in mental health. Mm. I'm like, sweet, these guys will understand. They do not. They no. do not. They don't <laughs> care. They don't want to hear about your shit. They hear about everybody else's yeah. shit. They're just, they're very much just like, Put your head down. Yes, we tell people to express themselves. We mean the clients. And but, I'm like, but at the same time, I value Fair. transparency more than I value not being the weirdo. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm still mm-hmm. going to be the weird transparent person if those people interpret that, hoping that somebody doesn't think that that's weird. And now that's the person that I can talk to. But mm-hmm. despite knowing that most people would think it's weird, I'd rather be transparent about it and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. not keep people guessing. And Zane, I yeah. think that really does speak to that is an unfortunate experience, but it speaks to what we were discussing and reaching out like, oops, yeah. these aren't yeah. my people to mm-hmm, talk mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. that with. Exactly. Or these people don't have the bandwidth for like this. Sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Whether exactly. They should or shouldn't, they might not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that like even, you know, like like tailored kind of said is like, okay, these, these aren't my people for this, for this purpose, you know, like reaching out to the wrong people has a hundred percent of the time led me in the direction of the right people. You know, like I, I needed, I needed to say I'm having a bad day to the wrong person. So that way I knew who the right person was and what that, what that safety felt like, you know? And I've been surprised before too. You know, I've, I've, you know, just kind of been like, yeah, I'm having a bad day. And some coworker that I would never expect to be intuitive would be like, well, you know, do you want to talk about it? You know, let's, let's, let's take a 30 minute break, smoke a cigarette or something. I'm like, you like, of all, like where, where did this come from? And, Mm -hmm. and I think you, have to try it enough times to accept that you might be surprised mm-hmm. and accept that you also might not be sometimes. <laughs> That's okay. But you know, yeah, yeah. I, I think being transparent is important. Yeah, no, definitely. All right. Well, we're going to take one more quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from nine to 10 AM on Shady Pines radio as well as pretty dope experience radio. Every Saturday night at 10 PM. The Shady Pines edition of Stranger Than Fiction with Mr. B. And we are back with the smoke break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, Joel Pazane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello. Liz Markwood. Hi there. And Taylor Barrett. Hello. Excellent. So we are going to wrap up uh, on the cheeriest part of the smoke break. Uh, this <laughs> week, speaking about <laughs> anger. Anger, mate. Pew, pew, pew. I'm super mad. I'm super mad. Yeah. <laughs> so anger is something that I haven't really had to deal with for a minute um, because I was dealing with the thoughts of paranoia, but we cleared those up. So now I'm back to my base emotions of being fucking frustrated with everything that's not me. And then me too. So that's cool. The male pew, condition. Pew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a man. No. Uh, that was my impressions. I don't do impressions. That's what guys do, right? Girl, football. Yeah, girl, football. It's <laughs> a good example. Um, so anger, that's something that I've I feel like as a somebody who struggled with bipolar, uh, I know a little bit about anger, no like flashes of it. Um uh, how do you feel about getting mad at stupid shit? <laughs> like small stuff that you're just like, this shouldn't bother me as much as it does. 
That's the shit that gets me the most mad. I feel like a lot of the yeah. time the dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. Like getting your pocket caught on fucking doorknobs and oh shit. Oh my God, don't eat. Dude, getting just... Taco Bell hot sauce on your way on your shirt on the way to a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wearing a white shirt and being like, I'm going to get chocolate on this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For me, I'd say that's a really good litmus test of like how my mental health is doing. In yeah, mm. there that's you a go. good point. Because I'm that's normally pretty good. Yeah. At looking down and going, ah, classic Liz. Yeah, 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 (laughs) Yeah. exactly. Of course that uh, thing went wrong. Yep. But if something super (laughs) small makes me just want to light things on fire, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, something's going on here. I need to talk to somebody. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So that's a really good, like, little red flag for me. Yeah. No, I think that's a a really good way to, to think about it is basically just being like, are the little things getting to me more than they should? All right. Yeah, I think there's probably a bigger problem. Yeah. yeah like when I'm probably letting. Rage, yeah. That's one that I noticed. Like if I get really mad when I'm driving, I'm like, all right, so chill out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the craziest red rage. Like, I, and I, I would try to tell my mom, like, these he needs to talk to somebody. He's got some fucking issues that aren't just road rage. And he's like, yeah. no, he's just a mad driver. You're just all, I think he's mad about some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you talked to grandma? I think he's mad about other shit, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, that's yeah. It's like when you have a meltdown. When I was in school, I had like more meltdowns than I've had in like, and it was like literally just like something like I just spend too long focused on something and then I get frustrated and I just, instead of taking a break, I'd like keep trying to figure it out, you know? And then yes. before I know it, I'd be like, oh, like crying. And I was like, yeah, but I was not doing great with that my mental health either. throughout yeah. that yeah. because I was like by myself. I was isolated. I was in school. Well, I feel like, I feel like anger and breaks, they just don't go together. You yeah. know, like if you're angry, you're like, fuck a break. Yeah, you know what I mean? Working. Fuck a break. I'm going to work through you're it. Yeah, like, like, especially if you're the, the type to persevere, especially because then you're just like, no, I can work through this. I got this. Like I need to show myself that I can work through the the, the hurdles and the difficulties That's of how it. I get, yeah. And yeah. and then it the it just kind of hits you like a brick sometimes. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm sad now. Yeah. Like, yeah. It happened yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happens with me so fast in music. Like if I can't find a riff that I'm looking for, I just start, I just boil. And yeah. I, Zane had to call me out on it. He was like, hey, you take a break for a little bit. And I was yeah. like, Yeah, cool. I'm gonna go smoke. Bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're all right. I am angry. Yeah. Um, so what about you, Zane? Let's see. Uh, what was the question? Oh, I don't know. Did you do what I did? Yeah. Where you're just like, hey, so how does that for <laughs> no, you? I just was like, wanted to know, you know, know about anger, about how like, what was the question? Uh, I, I think I don't remember exactly what it was. We were talking about the little things. Oh, yeah. The little things. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, I had like, like today I, w- I went down to the vape store. I went to go buy uh, some vape juice. Uh, Cause I'm cool in the space wizard, uh, and I'm a cool space wizard. Uh, somebody said that, and I don't think they were from space or a wizard. Uh, but uh, so yeah, no, I went. I went to go fucking get the. I went to, went to go get the vape juice. Got there, I realized I did not have my card, and I was very fucking mad. And I was not only mad, but I was mad without nicotine. And the thing that, the, so it was like one of those compounding where it's like that, like the, it was one small thing that kind of just became this thing in my stomach that like just started boiling and i'm just like as someone who works as a at a dispensary i have seen that anger yeah 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 yeah. where it's just like no at the end of this i'm going to feel better and then you're like no there's three more steps before i feel better Mm -hmm. and one of the people is just like here you can have one of the pods uh because uh i know how much that sucks they're all because do you look like you're about to cry you look like you're about to cry and you're crying currently (laughs) you're all cool i'm gonna cry on the way home yeah yeah and i'm gonna smoke this (laughs) so i gave i he gave me the pod and i filled it up and i like the reason that I told him I was even going to go get new pods is because all of them taste fucking fried because of the fl- yeah. like the juice and I fucking put the juice in there and I let it sit and guess what 
you can guess it tasted fucking fried. So it was like <laughs> the stuff that I had waited to get finally got. And then it was, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it's kind of just been like that all day today where it's just like tiny little things have been happening, but I feel that anger welling up. And it's like, it's for me, it's kind of a good thing because it's like before I was so wrapped up in paranoia, I didn't have time to get angry over stupid shit. But like now that I'm back, I'm like, oh yeah, this is something I need to regulate because this was a problem before. Like, So I saw you um, kind of putting your hand by your stomach. I'm mm -hmm. kind of curious for everyone. Like if your anger looked like something, what would it look like? Mm -hmm. uh, I have tried to visualize this like i literally visualize myself like talking to my anger and like, these are like therapy techniques for yeah, sure yeah oh, are they? yeah totally oh that's yeah, so yeah. fun and yeah. i like i always viewed it as like a like a scribbled silhouette of myself oh that's good and i pictured me with like a flame around my head okay yeah. okay just me with bigger hair so <laughs> i picture i was curious because mine is like a eye of sauron oh, where my raw. diaphragm should be what mm. is the eye of sauron i don't even know it's its 20 year anniversary it's going to be back in the theaters oh shit uh, oh. you, you watch ninja turtles yeah you know your krang yeah, yeah. he has the, the the brain right there oh. it's like that but it's just a big eye okay a Breathed in flames. Yeah. Oh, and he, he controls an army. And, is yes. it like your third eye, but it's in your solar plexus kind of? It's or? just yeah, like a diaphragm. fiery eye made of anger and ill will. Oh, yeah. 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 Malice. Malice. Just pure malice. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You Thank you. There it is. Sweet. <laughs> we're going to have to put that up during the... Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's that my in anger. my stomach. Yeah. That's my anger. No, I mean, where, where, do, you, where do you feel uh, your anger when you do feel it? Taylor? It feels like it's on... It's kind of hard to describe because it almost becomes like an out-of-body level to it. That's why mm. I... Like, I like disassociate from... Yeah, it's very like... Uh, um, That's a very dangerous thing to disassociate. It's, like, well, it, it feels out of your like body safer, you're as a fucking wrecking ball. It, it feels safer because I think that's why sometimes... Like, I'm also diagnosed with uh, intermittent explosive disorder. I think that is part of it because that... it crosses a threshold that my brain's just like nope and fucking checks out sometimes mm -hmm. but I, I've, I've gotten a lot better grasp on it but it's you know it still fucking exists but like it doesn't it feels kind of like it's on the outside of like my skin and i can like i can feel it like not like mm -hmm. oh there's like bugs on my skin type of shit where it just feels like i'm getting like like nervous before a show type of thing mm -hmm. like i'm about to have a performance in front of a hundred people and now I'm, I'm like oh i'm nervous but it's just I need this, to go this yeah. ramp up type of feeling and, yeah the uh, adrenaline and I think that's also why the vision, like the, when I talk to my anger, it's like are just black scribbles. You know what I mean? Because it's not like this fiery engulfing. It's just like this like peeled back disassociation side yeah, of me. Disconjointed mm. version of you. Yeah, yeah. And I, that, I think part of that is I voluntarily separated it from myself, but I, it's also still like tied to me. It's like looking Dark Link or Peter Pan's shadow. You know what I mean? It's still <laughs> part of him. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I really like that analogy. Yeah. 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 What about you? Where do when you feel anger? Where do you feel it? I get physically hot. Ooh, I get very, hot. very hot. Like, um, take a cold shower, put my head in the freezer, step outside in the winter, hot. Mm -hmm. Um. I've got a very strong temper. So like if we're ever in a disagreement 
and I turn around and leave the room like maniacally laughing. <laughs> just let me go. Just oh no, I, I really <laughs> if any if any woman walks away from me laughing maniacally, I just let them go. There's, there's no all, like okay, mom, no, you only come need to back. tell me once. <laughs> yeah. No, but like tell me what you're thinking. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I get I get really hot. <laughs> I get funny. physically very hot. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I what? feel like I can relate. Yeah, I feel like I get like a wave of heat over mm. me too. I'm like I say that I tell like I can feel when I'm getting hot and I feel it like in more than one way yeah i get hot and i get like a tight chest Ooh, yeah yeah like i'm just like like i'm uh yeah 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 mine mine i feel like is is very much in my chest where i'm just like i can feel it and it just kind of like it's it's almost like it stacks you know like like little tetris blocks where they lock into place and one just falls down like they're slowly falling down and i'm like i might be able to make it fit fuck didn't make it fit up now it's stacking up stacking up fast stacking up fast and like something needs to clear quick or else i need a long one with i need a long t yeah long t there's not enough room to flip it i'm just panicking and then i just say fuck it and just start dropping blocks i'm just like that's the self-destruct mode <laughs> a quick side note. Has anybody seen Pro Tetris? No. It's fucking crazy. It's it? Somebody held the title for like 20 years and some 17-year-old destroyed it out of nowhere. I can't even imagine what that Pro Tetris like. is crazy. Pro Tetris is fun. Tetris. I had it on Anyways. my phone recently because I was like, why don't you just bring back Tetris? It's, yeah. fun. it's a fun game, it's but really it's like fun. when you watch, you're just like, I don't even know. <laughs> when you think about <laughs> anger, you can definitely think about mine yeah. as as a Tetris game. That's funny, Zane. I like that. That's a good uh, It is a really good, good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's definitely what Uh-oh. it feels like oh, where I'm just like, fuck it. Yep, fuck it. Hold down. <laughs> Especially hold that part of it. Let's just lean in. Just the giving up. I already had two L's that didn't fit. Hold it down. <laughs> yep. Oh, now I get a square. Three long oh ones goodness. in a row, and you're done. Um. So, uh, with anger, what uh, what helps bring you out of anger? Mm. I have to physically remove myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do too. A lot of the time. Yeah. Physically remove yourself. So you like? Does that mean like from the room? Does that mean from the building? Does that mean? Both. Typically, Both. it Earth. takes me from the person. Yeah, it happens. So again, I work at a I work at a pretty well known dispensary. It's known for its deals, and I work at um, its most central location, mm. and we get all sorts in there. And yeah, uh, it just it happened. The worst, the best, and worst people. That's what I'm talking about. All the people. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, yesterday there was an incident where I got so angry. That I just tucked my till my tip jar away and said I'll be right back, you know, and You're took a walk. I'm gonna flip yeah, I took there. a ten minute walk yeah. to save my job. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my boss knew what I was doing, and she was like, "Great, mm-hmm. Liz is going to keep her job today." Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that like that the jobs and friends holding space for you to walk away long enough to cool off, like. That's the thing that has saved uh, all of my jobs and all of my friendships. The only jobs I've ever lost, the only friendships I've I've really truly lost are times where like either of us didn't have the space to just be like, we'll come back to this. Yeah, that's powerful. Well, and it sounds like you probably have a relationship with your boss where like they know that that's something you might need every once in a while. Shout out, Marcy. Yeah, but that's part of <laughs> yeah. but that's part of you like maintaining your support system is like communicating with the people. Hey, sometimes when I'm losing it if i walk out that means i'm avoiding and then they can respect that and see that you're managing your Gee, shit abs, in that moment yes this is the lesser of two evils yeah, yeah yeah but that's part of like having a boss that you can talk to about that or mm-hmm. that you feel yes. comfortable expressing like yes. sometimes i might need this yeah 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 what about for you taylor it doesn't feel like there's a specific action or thing that i can do or something that can happen like once once that threshold's crossed i i, I think this 
partially because of my diagnosis. The uh, it's kind of just like I have to wait for that feeling, the scribbles to not be big enough and loud enough to overshadow my actual consciousness. I have to, I have to kind of feel like I'm back in my body. And there's a lot of techniques to do that. You know, like name three things that you can see, name three things you can smell, touch three things. And there's five, four, like, three, two, one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of techniques to get back into your body and that will help, but it's a whole process of like, there has Breathing to be room to for me to get back into my body yeah. because this yeah. thing isn't overpowering it. And yeah. it can almost feel like I'm being puppeted sometimes. It's, it's very, it's very frustrating, but yeah. there's a level of like, consciousness and self-awareness that i have to have towards it and it's it, it's it's a lot of work yeah i just learned about this well i like knew about it but i just like went through the whole criteria of that diagnosis yesterday for like my own reasons and so intermittent just, explosive disorder, yeah so it's just yeah. interesting that you brought that up because i literally just was learning like i mean i knew of it but i was specifically learning about it for my job the other day yeah and i was like oh it's just interesting that so now I know more about it than I did the other day. I think a lot of males <laughs> should get tested. I just punch drywall. I just break mirrors. I just throw yeah. shit. And it's like, bro, go fucking talk to somebody, man. Mm -hmm. You need to. <laughs> so you know you do it. You should stop. Yeah. <laughs> I just do that. I just, I just break things. And it's like, either you have enough money to be able to replace the things and think that that's not a problem because it's a financial thing, or you don't see this as a problem because that's just what guys do. Both of those things are issues. Yeah. And that's fucking yeah. crazy. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, dope. Thank you both so much for joining yeah, us on this episode of Smoke. Yeah. Thank yeah. You guys awesome. for having me really absolutely I appreciate it no 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 you you no, thank you <laughs> yeah, no, well, thank you more jim, i was talking to jimbo and he said that uh you two were watching the show and uh you would like pause it and then be like yeah and this is what and i was like the fact that like anybody even watches this show like blows my mind so the fact that somebody's watching it and like learning along and like commenting on all the stuff like it it genuinely means a lot so thank absolutely. you so much for joining yeah. us and shout out jimbo and birdie lee yeah, thank you, Cross the Street crew. Um, that has been The Smoke Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. I've been your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Thanks for being here, guys. Liz Markwood. Thanks so much. And Taylor Barrett. Peace out. Later, players. <laughs>